It's Wired, the Pistons podcast, presented by Jeep. Here's your host, Matt Derry. Little late January pod for you, everybody. Welcome in as the Pistons are home for the next couple of nights here on Friday and Saturday night with the Memphis Grizzlies and the Brooklyn Nets in town. It is indeed Matt Derry, and it is indeed Wired, the Pistons podcast, brought to you by Jeep. On today's show, we talk a little bit about All-Stars. The Pistons have two possible All-Star reserves. Those have not been announced yet. We'll tell you who the starters are for the East and the West side that will be representing Team LeBron or Team Giannis coming up. We got to talk about Derrick Rose and what he has done. And one of the big reasons why his turnaround this year has been so awesome for the Pistons is the work that the player development staff, the assistant coaches, almost the assistant to the assistant coaches, have done. And one of them is J.D. Dubois, the former guard at Utah that started his coaching career under Dwayne Casey with the Raptors and now is here in Detroit and has worked very closely with D. Rose. J.D. will join me momentarily as we'll talk about the ascension this year of Derrick Rose's game, the three-time All-Star, the MVP, who is coming out of nowhere, having a terrific season uh, for the Pistons. Again, brought to you by Jeep. Thank you for tuning in. And listening to wherever you get your podcast, starters in the East were announced last night and starters in the West. And of course, they'll pick sides with LeBron James and Giannis like they did a year ago. So 10 of the 24 All-Stars are in the books. And in the East, Giannis, Pascal Siakam, uh, Joel Embiid, Kemba Walker, and no surprise, Trey Young get the nod from the East and out West. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Luka, and James Harden representing uh, the uh, the West, at least for the, uh, you know, East-West is how they do it. And then they'll pick, there will be 14 more All-Stars to be announced next Thursday, seven from each conference. And, you know, you look up and you say, does Derrick Rose deserve to get back to that game? And I would say yes, absolutely. Player efficiency rating, if you're into the advanced metrics of 22.1, He's averaging 18.5 points per game, six assists, two and a half rebounds. He's shooting 50% from the field, 50% for a point guard, 31% from three, and 87% from the free throw line. And yes, we all know the Pistons' record is not where Dwayne Casey and everybody wants it to be, but D. Rose is having a magical season. And it was just a couple of years ago that he was sort of floundering coming back from injury playing for the Knicks, playing for the Cavs. Last year in Minnesota, he had a bit of an epiphany coming back and and playing in 51 games for the Timberwolves and, and putting up some pretty good numbers. Uh, this year, his numbers have been off the charts when it comes to, uh, uh, like I said, field goal percentage, leadership, and everything that he's brought to the table for the Pistons. Again, last year he averaged 18 a game and shot 48% from the field. But it was a smaller sample size in 51 games. He only started 13 last year for Minnesota, and he was kind of on a minutes restriction. Similar this year, but his numbers are up 18 and a half a game, shooting 50%. And he's had some very, very huge games. And you look at the Eastern Conference, you say, okay, who are the seven guys that could get picked to represent the East and, and be a part of this All-Star game? And and there are some locks for the for the uh reserves. Uh, you know, Bradley Beal, everybody thinks, will definitely be in. Uh, Jimmy Butler has to go. He's been fantastic for one of the top teams in the East, uh, the Miami Heat. Many feel like Jimmy Butler should be a starter. Then you get into, okay, it, does Bam Adebayo from the Heat go? 
What about Chris Middleton? What about Andre Drummond? The Pacers have to have somebody. Indiana's had a very, very good uh, first half of the season, one of the top teams in the East, and Domas Sabonis has been a big reason why. He's got to be an all-star. Ben Simmons, many feel the Sixers need a second representative. Then Jason Tatum from the Celtics. We mentioned Andre Drummond, possibly. Derek Rose. Um, It's going to be tough to get down to seven guys in the East, but I think when you look at what Derek Rose has done, it's going to be tough to leave him off. I just don't know if he's going to make it. You know, Eric Bledsoe's been really, really good and averaging more points than Derek Rose. Nick Vucevic, um, you know, is a guy that's been good. So what about Kyle Lowry, who's averaging 20 points per game? Um, But he's had some injuries this season. So, you know, Zach Levine. Many people are going to say, what if Zach Levine doesn't get to go? He's averaging 25 points per game on a bad Bulls team. But... You just look at what Derrick Rose has done, and I can't wait to ask J.D. about it. How did this transformation happen? How is it now that he's gone back to starting here for the Pistons a little bit, uh, playing as many minutes as he has, having to carry the team, especially with all the injuries that they've had with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond's missed games, and uh, Luke Kennard's been out. It's been remarkable, and we'll talk to J.D. about it. We'll do that right now. All right, as promised, let's bring in player development coach uh, J.D. Dubois, Jared Dubois, or whatever you want to call him, but uh, a guy that has worked very closely with Derek Rose this season and a lot of the young guys gives us a couple minutes here on the Wired Pistons podcast. J.D., what's up, buddy? What's going on? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. I, I remember you at Utah, the game winner, the, the left-handed three against Cal. Come on now. <laughs> that, was, that was a ways away, but that was definitely definitely a fun moment at that Pac-12 tournament that has, that has grown really grown now that it's been in Las Vegas for these last few years. How much fun do you have watching uh, my buddy Dave Pash and Bill Walton do those uh, Pac-12 games late night some nights? Oh, uh, it's the best. Just hearing just hearing the different stories and Bill's always giving you a good little nature reference. Um, it's really exciting, especially if they get a chance to get a Utah game. Hey, Utah football's been good. <laughs> they have. They have. We actually were in San Antonio right before that bowl game. I think we left the day before, uh, so we didn't get a chance to catch him, but was definitely rooting for him. So you came over with uh, Dwayne Casey a couple years ago from Toronto. What's been the biggest adjustment as you've been in Detroit, and what do you think of the situation here? Uh, it's really been pretty smooth. Coach Casey is really bringing a lot of his uh, philosophies that he planted in Toronto, and we've seen what, what, what that did for that young group. And uh, my job here is just to bring the philosophy that he has with his player development and, and try to execute it here in Detroit. Uh, we're really excited about about where we're going, but uh, we're going to continue on that journey and, and see where it leads us. Right, so the season hasn't gone probably the way you wanted from a record uh, record standpoint. There's been injuries, and you, you've been force feeding some young guys. But the, the biggest, you know, positive and story really this year has been Derrick Rose and JD. Everybody's been telling me you're a big reason why D Rose is back and has had success. How does that make you feel? And and what's been the secret to the sauce here? Well, I think one thing that's important is that we realize Derek was an MVP well before he met me or even knew I existed. So I don't want to take take credit for his ability. One thing that I can say is that um, D. Rose is an ultimate pro. So in terms of preparing for this year, he, he he's prepared on the floor and off the floor in terms of mentally when he got the opportunity if you look at how he prepares himself, you would know that he would he would be doing exactly what he's doing. A lot of people, a lot of people doubted him 
Um, but but there's one thing about D Rose is he's gonna always prove you wrong in those moments of when you think think he's done. And my job has really been just supporting him, really trying to be there for him. Uh, Case always talks about making sure we coach with a holistic approach, and and that's what I try to do each day uh, with all the players. But obviously, he's having a, a huge amount of success so far. JD, what specifically do you do with Derek that has uh, enabled him to to have success this year? Uh, I think really the biggest thing that I try to do is is find different ways that he can be impactful. So if there's during the game, I, I try to watch film with him. If, if there's an opportunity, if there's a play that I feel um, he he may need to make an adjustment on, but the overall the overall thing that I think has has impacted his performance is really opportunity. Um, he has the ability. Coach Casey has given him the confidence to play his game, and I think he's really flourishing under Case because he knows Coach trusts him, and at the end of the day, he prepares himself for these moments. Um, so I just continue to support him along the journey, uh, whether that's on the floor or off the floor, and uh, I think we're really getting to see what it looks like when a guy with his ability gets an opportunity. I, I want to ask you about that. We're talking to J.D. Dubois, the uh, player development coach, one of them for the Pistons and under Dwayne Casey, but you know, his obviously his career was derailed by injury. It was time for him to move on from Chicago. He had a couple of stops that he probably wants to forget. New York and Cleveland kind of got back at it last year with Minnesota. But, I mean, J.D., this year it's just it's like the Derrick Rose of old, um, you know, here in Detroit. And, you know, he's just getting to the basket. Why? I know everybody wants to guard the three-point line right now, but getting to the basket the way he is right now, what – how, how how easy is it for him? I think he, he one of his biggest strengths, as we all know, is his ability to to get to the basket and be effective inside of that three point line. Um, he he doesn't force anything; he lets the game come to him. And I, I think the overall, if I would give his season uh, a few a few words or a title, it would be the title of his book. I'll show you. He's literally living exactly what he titled his book. He, he's showing people that he still has the ability to not only play at a high level, but to consistently play at a high level and to lead. If you watch, uh, one thing that I would challenge people to do is don't just watch his numbers because um, those speaks for itself. Watch how he is as a teammate. Watch how he is as a professional because that really tells you um, why he's able to be successful because of how good of a teammate and person he is overall. When did you to say it again? You no, know, I, I was interrupting. You. I'm sorry. When did you know though that it could be an All Star season? Was there was it opening night? Was it ten games in? Was it the preseason? When, when did you know? Maybe driving home that you're like, wait a minute, we we might have the old D Rose back. I don't want to jinx the All Star piece, so I won't speak <laughs> on it until that's official. Um, but if you just watched how he prepares himself preseason, uh, he, he is like a martial artist. See, he's doing everything that's needed for him to play at a high level. He doesn't waste any time. He doesn't waste any movement. And when you have a person with his ability, his natural ability, and then you add the discipline that he has on a daily basis, one thing about him is he's consistent. Every single day he's approaching he's approaching each day the same, whether he plays good or he plays bad. He's preparing himself to play at a high level. And when you mix, like I said a little earlier, when you mix his ability with his preparation, the opportunity that Coach Casey has given him, uh, the sky's the limit. Uh, I would never put a, a cap on what he can do. He, he made a statement that I 
still remember a year ago, how can someone um, say what his career is going to look like when we don't even know if it's going to rain tomorrow? Very true. Very true. It's uh it's a crazy game. You know, a guy could turn an ankle, a guy could get hurt, a guy could go through so many different things. And I tell you one thing, JD, I, you know, being there opening night with MVP chance at the free throw line, you know, this is a guy that played for a rival Bulls team. The fans love him and uh he just also seems like a really really genuine guy that's enjoying this uh, Detroit experience. Yeah, he's definitely um a person first he's a great person he's a great teammate and i think people just respect how honest and truly true he is to the game and to his teammates um when and when you watch him around the team it really inspires you to see someone with the accolades of his stature to come in and want to be coached hard he wants to be told when he's making mistakes and he's listening um i think that's really why people respect and love him as a player and as a man J.D. Dubois, Pistons assistant coach, player development coach with me. You're also working closely with Svi. You know, my brother went to Kansas, so I watched a lot of Svi Mikhailuk at KU, and we know the kid could shoot. He made some big shots in the tournament years ago. Now getting an opportunity here, uh, J.D., tell me about his development and, and what's what's kind of propelled him to, to being comfortable on the floor like he is now. Yeah, so when, when we first got Svi in the trade, I, I, I sat down with him and we watched a couple clips from, from him with the Lakers and just tried to come up with um, how we were going to approach this development. One thing that, that Coach Casey is really big on is the holistic approach. So his, his mental approach to his game, confidence, was something that we really wanted to increase and improve. Um, and I think he's done a good job of, of working on not only the, the physical part and the on-the-court development, but also his off-the-court development. We have a um, psychotherapist, Dr. Corey Yeager, that uh, went to visit Svi in L.A., and, and Svi has done a lot of different exercises mentally. I can't give all his secrets up, but that has allowed him to really be in a good space and to continue to improve. And he's someone who, along with Bruce Brown and all of our other young guys, they really approach each day like a true pro. Um, so it's not it's no surprise to me that he's doing um, what he's doing, but um, he puts the time in, he sticks to a routine, he's, he's a true pro, um, and then he has great people around him, great family, um, all the people from back home that, that come to town. Are, he has a good circle around him, and a good support system. The three-point shot, uh, we know how much it's changed the NBA game here in 2019-2020, and he kind of fits that 3 and D mold, uh, doesn't he? He does, and if you look at the preseason, he didn't really shoot the ball well. Um, we went back, watched a lot of film, and we slow mowed every single shot he, he took in the preseason, and uh, we made an intentional uh, move to really focus on every single piece of his shooting. Coach always talks about guys on the weak side being shot ready, um, holding your follow-through, getting into stepping into your shot with some pace. Um, and we just tried to continue uh, to stay with the details every single day and not miss any steps. And you're look, he's looking at the product of really his hard work and, and his ability to, regardless of if he was playing well, not playing and shooting well or not shooting, shooting well or not shooting well, he still prepares himself to play at a high level. All right, final thing, J.D., you mentioned Dwayne Casey a lot. He's a mentor for you. How's he handled this season? It obviously hasn't gone in terms of wins and losses the way he's wanted. You guys aren't out of the playoff picture yet. You're playing younger guys that I don't think you expected to play. 
yet he seems to be even keeled and, and enjoying himself, is he not? Yeah, I would hate to speak for Coach, so I'll let you ask him how he's handling it. But I do feel and I know that one thing about Coach is that every single day he's preparing to win. He's preparing to develop at the same time. Um, and he's going to he's continue to do that, whether we're winning, losing. He's preparing the team um, to play at the highest level. But also he has a strong emphasis in making sure that players develop. Not only the young players, he challenges our older vets as well on ways that they can be better, ways that they can be better teammates, ways that they can be better on both ends of the floor. So you know, and one thing about coaches, he's, he's going to remain consistent. He's going you know, to be the same, uh, energized, energetic, looking to teach um, and get guys ready to and showing guys what it takes to win every single day. All right, J.D., it was a lot of fun talking, man. Uh, appreciate the time, and good luck the rest of the way. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Player development coach J.D. Dubois giving us a couple minutes here on Wired, the Pistons podcast. Don't forget, again, get out to LCA this weekend. Back-to-back home games, a rarity, but uh, this is happening. Friday night, Memphis. Saturday night, Brooklyn. Two exciting young teams. John Morant going to be in town um, on Friday night. Should be a lot of fun. So head down to the LCA. Hopefully the Pistons can keep some of this winning going here. It's been very inconsistent, but again, uh, you know, Wednesday, they, they didn't have Andre Drummond. They, they've had guys out, and yet they, they took care of Sacramento. So uh, got to give J.D. and some of those coaches a shout-out for what they've done, not just with Derrick Rose. But we talked about Svi and certainly Seku, and I love that the younger guys are getting an opportunity here in 2020. All right, that'll do it for the uh, Pistons podcast. Wired, brought to you by Jeep. My name is Matt Derry. We'll talk to you again next week.